What's up guys, this is Cultured, no wait, I'm Rob, and this is Cultured, and this is my album review of someone I've never heard of before, Homeboy Sandman, on Don't Feed the Monster. So he starts off on a song called Trauma, and what an introduction, this is like on the same level as Fire and Earth interlude from T.I.'s album. Nothing has made me want to listen to an album more than this introduction right here. I'm not, uh, yeah, again, like the one, f- like the Fire and Earth interlude, I'm not going to read anything out because I, w- I will just take away from it. Um, but yeah, absolutely listen to it. There are some incredibly deep lyrics on there that is just a whole new level of self-awareness and it is insanely raw and honest. Like I've got nothing but respect for him to be able to come out and say some of the things that he did on this. Uh, he explains some trauma that he's gone through as a child and how he's he's trying to work through it and how the people who dealt um, his trauma had trauma of their own that they were just trying to work through. It's seri- It's a really good track. It's, it's one of those tracks where you don't even pay attention to the beat. Like, the vocals just have you so, you know, drawn in. Like, you've, you can focus on nothing but what he's saying, what he's about to say next. And you're just like, holy shit, this is insane. You know, and, like, nothing else is registering except for what he's saying. And, like, I had to listen to it a second time when it finished and, like, say to myself, focus on the beat, focus on the beat. Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's it's incredibly powerful. It just grabs a hold of you. Uh, Extinction is a little bit of a weird track. It starts out um, with a sample of someone talking about dinosaurs. And they say that the word means terrible lizard. And it actually does. I... I didn't know that. It means terrible lizard. That's funny. Why does it mean that? And then obviously with the title of the track, they mentioned that they are now extinct. Uh, then Homeboy comes in on the chorus. Are any cool people still alive? Or is it all the cool people have died? If all the cool people have gone, when will the new cool people be born? And the way that he starts out the first verse, I think is just great. Um, like I laughed when he said it. Uh, I wish that I could give the planet Earth a spanking to vent frustrations I allude to in the hook. That's pretty clever. I like that. I've never heard anyone, like, make a reference to the very same song that they're on. I thought that was funny. Uh, Right now a talent crazy as Aretha Franklin is an unknown because she doesn't have the look. Uh, So he relates dinosaurs to people who can think freely. You know, it's basically just a song about how everyone's all the same, we're all sheep... You know, but like it's, it's not done in a cringy way because he never says everyone is the same. You're all sheep. You know, he sort of just implies it by bringing up well-constructed arguments. He says some other stuff throughout the first verse, like, "And you're an activist as long as you can type," sort of just calling out the general public, and that sort of it borders on the line of cringy. But like, thanks to the rest of the song, it I wouldn't class it as cringy. In the second verse, he gets a little bit more psychological with it. Most people feel like they're omniscient in a sense, and well-informed except for isolated incidents. If you believe in slavery and the Holocaust, but not conspiracy, that's cognitive dissonance. And then in the third and final verse, he calls out rappers. Can anybody rap about some new content? Can anybody rap about one new concept? I do have to disagree with that. Um, It annoys me when people say that, like, rap is all the same, or, like... You know, anything along those concepts or anything along those lines because they're just, it means they're not looking 
hard enough to find it. I don't think finding unique, you know, new rap is a difficult thing. Um, all of like the sort of the gatekeeping old heads as well, like or any form of gatekeeping is bad, but yeah, where they just say, oh, old rap is way better than this new stupid materialistic shit. Like, yeah, there is a lot of it, but like if you sift through it, you can really find some gold. Yeah, I think that there's plenty of artists rapping or out there rapping about racial and social issues and being introspective. Like just last week, I, I reviewed Open Mike Eagle on, um, oh, what was that called? Anime trauma and divorce that was an absolutely amazing album uh aesop rock is another one like you don't have to look too hard to find these people um and he ends the song with once again i'm throwing stones when i am not without sin so i I do like that he sort of includes it he also falls victim to it as well like he's not invulnerable to it if that's a word i don't know stress is a song about anxiety um nah stress (laughs) um such a bad joke uh, he basically just tells everyone to look after themselves, um, that stress is the silent killer, and it's a lot worse than people realise as well. And, it, yeah, it's just, it needs to be taken care of as soon as it makes itself present. Um, but he had one really cool line in there. Uh, stress wants to be a verb. Make sure that it's a noun. Like, I love that. That's such a like interesting perspective to take on it. I've never looked at it that way that's fantastic i really really like that honestly uh but then the next few songs just lost me completely like it it was such a strong start for an album and then he just uses a whole song to talk about how long it takes his girl to get ready what the hell is that and then the only song with a feature by chris ql i believe is pronounced he produced the whole thing but the only song with a feature featured him and they just talked the whole time about what your body looks like when you're old but you still work out like you know you got them pecs but i'm starting to wrinkle up a lot just shit like that like i don't care you know like talk about something powerful talk about something that will resonate within your listeners talk about anything other than your wrinkly built body no yeah, that's it's such a weird thing to dedicate an entire song to, as well as like the girl taking ages to get ready. Like, why make a whole song about that? The way that he ended Shorty Heights as well. Like, what is this? What is this? Why? Why? Why have you said that? Oh, he was honestly going so well. Like the cover mixed with the the sexual trauma he went through as a child and how it's still affecting him to this day and how he's going on and on about like how you know bad stress is. No one talks about how bad stress is and it's something that does need to be talked about. And then he does this shit. F*** off homeboy. Scare you is fucking trash too. Like, oh, everyone's trying to scare you. Ooh, shut up. I don't care. Like, that that many people don't care about me that much. He's talking about, like, how you, 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 how scientists are trying to scare you, your parents are trying to scare you, your priests are trying to scare you, your teachers are trying to scare you. Not that many people care that much about me. And I know for a fact that not that many people care that much about anybody. And I know that he's probably just referring to the way that society is built and that your parents aren't, they aren't purposefully scaring you it's just the way they've been taught you know everyone has been taught to scare each other 
to stay within this box, you know, and society's been built in a way to not look past that box, not question why is society built this way, what's beyond that box, and I, I know that that's what he's getting at, but he makes it so cryptic and, like, doesn't use any metaphors, he just says, these people are trying to scare you, when, like, they're not, but like, but yeah, he's, he's getting at how society is built in a way to make people not question things so that it's, it's easier to control them, which might be, who knows, we'll just have to wait for a revolution or something, I guess, um, and he's using some like plot holes to point ho- or to poke holes in this story, like, um, like the 9-11 towers, you know, that whole conspiracy theory, uh, what else? or just yeah, any other conspiracy theory that he can use uh, against the way that society is built and against the, the governments, he'll use it. And yeah, he's sort of just, he'll use it to, to show how the 1% controls everything, how the government dictates how we move and everything like that. I don't know if it's cringy or if I'm just a simp to the 1%. Maybe, maybe I am, maybe I'm a sheep, I don't know. I just don't care about that. You know, I don't see why we need to question why, you know, the 1% are doing all of that. I think we need to fix our own issues first, like what TI was talking about, the black empowerment. We need to fix racial issues and issues within our own society. I feel like, I don't know, if that's what he's talking about, I feel like that's the building block to then questioning things. You look past racial discrimination, and then you think like, oh, well, if that doesn't matter, what else doesn't matter? And I feel like that would be the building block. But like, just the the way that he's saying it, it comes across as so cringy. Yeah, and like, it, it just, it comes across as if he's saying all this stuff just to stand out and be different and draw attention to himself. Don't look down, though. I did like that one, I'll admit that. Um, he creates the metaphor right at the beginning of the song of him standing on a roof, um, not to get adrenaline or, like, even do anything with it, um, just to show yourself that you can be up there, to show yourself that you can be up there and not be scared. You, you don't have to look down at what's below you, you can just look straight ahead and focus on what's ahead, um, and sort of just feel how empowering that is. I think what he's actually saying with that is how how empowering it is to face your fears, and he's using the most common fear, a fear of heights, to, you know, relate that to us. Um, the second verse, he admits he has uh, psoriasis, which is like a, a skin inflammation kind of disease. I don't really know much about it. But yeah, it just causes your skin to get all like blotchy, itchy and irritated, and it's, it is quite noticeable on people, depending on the severity of it. But yeah, he, he then says that he gets really nervous whenever he gets invited out to the beach, uh, he says, being shallow is for assholes. being vain is being lame. I got that all figured out and worry about it all the same. But then when he actually gets there, no one really cares. And it's not that big of a deal as he made it out to be in his own head. Uh, and then the third verse describes his struggles as an artist, especially as an independent artist who always reinvents his sound. If he did look down, you know, when he's on top of the roof, if he did play into his fears, he wouldn't be able to tell the stories he told see trauma the intro and then he ends the story he ends the song with and i know that if i fell it would be fatal is what keeps me able to cultivate my sound is that i never look down i like that i like that the metaphor it it physically places you above your fears as well i thought that was really really clever 
and it, yeah, it just works really nice. Uh, there was one gripe I have with this track though, it's in the chorus. It's a line, I may look my feet, but I never look down. I know he's contrasting the looking down in both contexts, but that's just, like, it's a bit of a stretch, you know? It's not very good writing. But the rest of the album is an absolute write-off. It's it's so horrible. It, it was legitimate torture to get through. As I was listening to... Oh, what song is it? It's Walk By Faith or Walk With Faith or something like that. Yeah, Walk By Faith. Um, as I was listening to Walk By Faith, I was literally at my computer, hands or head in my hands, groaning. It's so difficult to listen to. I'm going to play that one. I'm going to skip to a random part. Now I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Skip forward again. How hard is that to listen to? It's nearly five minutes long. It's so difficult to listen to. It's unpleasing in just about every way. It's it's not nice at all. In Triple Warmer as well, he says, trying to train my left and right brain like choo-choo. What? I seriously hope he doesn't believe in the left and right brain bullshit. It's a three and a half out of me. And that's pretty much all from the first two songs and then production by Chris QL. That's that's it. That's the absolute best I can do. Three and a half. Like, it's... Oh, it was so disappointing. I have never seen anyone take such a strong 180. He, like... I was so excited. Like, the cover. Don't feed the monster. That's referring to my soul. Look at all this trauma I've gone through as a child. It's still affecting me now. I'm trying really hard to work on it. And then Walk By Faith plays. It's such a hard 180. I got whiplash from it. It is a horrible album with the strongest start. Like, honestly, this album faces both sides of the spectrum at the same time. Like, best introduction I've ever heard. Strongest introduction I've ever heard. Hardest song to get through. Most uninspired, unstimulated track I've ever heard. It's so such a contrasting album. Three and a half. That's all I've got to say. But yeah, let me know what you guys think of it. And uh, yeah, just, I don't know. Let me know what you guys think of it down in the comments. And be sure to check back tomorrow because I'm going to be reviewing Benny the Butcher's new album, Burden for Proof. I'll see you then. That's a wrap.